my fellow Homo sapiens, welcome back to another episode of Crossing Swords. Bold of you to assume that only Homo sapiens listen. <laughs> I think lots more. Yeah. So welcome to all species. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, alright. You listen much. away. Even, even I hate him, Piers Morgan, who identifies as a penguin. What a prick. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, Mother Mary, God. The man just says things to anger people. Yeah. I hate people who make a living that way. But in, in the spirit of today's theme, let us perhaps forgive and forget Piers Morgan. Absolutely. Love and light. Yes. For most people. Yeah. Some people are just hateable. Yes, absolutely. Right, so this week, um, it's a bit of a weird one, I suppose, is a fair way to describe it. We're going to talk about the spiritual side of things, things like tarot cards, clairvoyance, mediums, uh, spiritual... But you probably already knew that. (laughs) (laughs) We're off and running. (laughs) I regret nothing. No, and I doubt you ever will. If anything, I was quite proud of that. (laughs) Right, so yeah, um, I don't really know necessarily why we chose to talk about this something um, just called to us boom two and we're in let's go we're on a roll <laughs> wow um i'm gonna let you uh, any more i'll let you know when they come up all right so you made me completely lose track of where i was you didn't know why we're doing this yeah but we're talking about you were confused you were a confused old man i suppose the best way for me to describe this is is it's a side of me that not a lot of people know about. Um, I was raised in a house, that not, and it's not akin to religion because my family aren't religious, and there was never a sort of set belief system in the house. Um, but it would be fair to say we were very much open to spiritualism, is the way I describe it. Um, my parents both practiced. Um, what we call healing, which is classified under alternative therapies. So things like Reiki, stuff like that. For those of us who don't know, what is Reiki? Reiki is a form of spiritual healing, and Reiki literally means energy. So, and, and how does one practice? Um... Well, it starts with you have what you call attunements, which is um, some, a Reiki practitioner is what you would call them. Some call themselves masters, but it just sounds a bit... I think we both know that if I were into it, I would. <laughs> yeah, but um, most self-respecting people that are oh, No need for that dick, was there? Are, um, <laughs> ...would call themselves a practitioner rather than a master. <laughs> um, will carry out what they call attunements, which is sort of... Oh, it's good. Every time I think about how I'm going to word this, it just sounds There's so... no way not to, bro. We're well into the territory. Just go with it. Yeah, fuck, fuck it. Um, it's opening up, I suppose, your consciousness to different energies and different things. I've never had to actually explain it before. And then what that allows you to do is to channel energy from other things, such as the earth, other things around you, and channel it into someone else in the hope that it will give their body what it needs to heal better. Have, you, heal have you ever practised this yes. yourself? Yeah. And, and to someone who's uninitiated, like as I am, how would you describe the, the feeling of the energy? Uh, it's normally, I get a, it will start, so if, I would normally, I'm obviously normally close my eyes, um, so say for example, with 
my fiance she gets a bad back quite often to say I'm sat on the sofa. No wonder she's carrying your relationship the whole fucking time. <laughs> and I have my hands on her back, and um, I will be able to feel where it hurts on her back without her telling me. And when are I'm, you are you sort of hovering above? Because obviously, when it's displayed in movies, quite often it's it's a more of a feel around. Are you hovering? Or are you actually making contact with the back? I will make contact with it. You can do it either way. You can. You don't have to make contact with the person. I would base it off of how familiar or comfortable that person is with you. And yeah, just as a caveat, just don't go around touching people. No, exactly. Without permission. Um, so I will sit there and I'll place my hand on her back and then I will find the spot that hurts and um, I will then channel energy into her um, and I will feel it resonate from my feet and it will okay. rise up and my hands will get ridiculously hot. Um, and sometimes I won't even tell her I'm giving her healing and she'll, she'll suddenly turn to me and say you're giving me healing, aren't you? And I'll say, yeah, why? And she says, because your hands have gone red hot. Interesting. That's a really interesting physiological change in you Mm. when you're practising this art. I don't know what to call it at this point. Uh, Yeah. Act. Yeah. This act. That's fine. Um, It's it's a really difficult thing to talk about with people. I mean, because I was raised with it, it, it was very normal to me. Um, mm. things like meditation is something I practice um, uh, I've seen things like trance and um, I've seen mediums I've practiced a little bit of mediumship myself have you, have you ever when you've seen a medium have you ever come away feeling like like you've genuinely you know got your money's worth so to speak it, it depends what you're going for um, so like a lot of people will go to a medium with I want to hear from this person otherwise that's it I'm either not believing it or I'm not happy um, but for me it's what I feel when I'm there because you could again it's hard to say but um, when you're around people when they're practicing things like that it's very easy to feel whether it's genuine or not I mean, for me, you know my, you know my. Yeah, opinion. I know you're very listen, skeptical. I'll, I'll share, yeah, I'll share it with the just for the sake of it. I am unbelievably skeptical on this yeah. thing. I think the body works in a wonderful way, and I think the mind has a hell of a lot of power over us. So when people do, they want to think about, mm. or they are consciously or, or semi-consciously thinking about people that they've loved and lost and whatever else, and they're not just applying to the dead thing, but mm. healing powers. When they're thinking about that, the body, like you're saying, with your physiological change the body does it does change yeah. in response to what the mind's doing mm. that's my view on it yeah um but i always feel a little bit and i think you've you've genuinely changed not changed my perspective on it but you've genuinely introduced this new perspective because i suddenly i never used to want to be and this makes me sound like a dick but let's face it all the episodes make me sound like a dick <laughs> i never used to have that much bother about being sensitive towards spiritualist and people who, mm. who believe in that kind of stuff because my idea was all my, my thing was always um you know and i, I don't and this is the thing now because now that, because you're because you're, because, you're because we're so close i i, I sort of don't want to i don't want to offend and i don't want to be no, outwardly offensive no 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 but this is the thing so in general i don't want to so whenever you know I'm, but i also don't want to feel like you can't discuss spiritual mm. experiences with me because 
we are, we, you know, we do share this bond. I, I want that to be yeah. a part of it. I want to, sh- I want to be. Oh God, wow! There's no way to say that's sounding gay. I want to share all of you. Yeah. And the spiritual stuff is a part mm. of it, so I want to be open to listening to that and and mm. having you that. But at the same time, obviously, I can't betray my own beliefs and start going. Mm. And it also, it wouldn't be fair to you for me to start going. Yeah, that like I that fucking blows my yeah, mind. Happen, man. Yeah. Like that's so fucking yeah, yeah. freaky because you'd mm. be like, you know, it's dis, it's dishonest, it's disingenuous, but. Yeah. I never used to want to be that. My mind, my view was always like, "Fucking idiots! Mm. These people believe anything." And and there's a lot of people out there. And I know you there agree is, with there this. Abs- there's a lot of people who take advantage. Oh, absolutely! Of there are a lot of bullshitters out there. There's a lot of people that just want a bit of money out of you. There's a lot. There's a lot of people who do it for completely the wrong reasons. Mm. Um, for me, what spiritualism is more than anything is just openness. So somebody can be as sceptical as they like. And the main reason I don't talk to people about it unless the subject comes up is because I feel... There's a stigma around it. Well, not just that, but it's from, it's more the fact people see it as akin to religion, that I'm shoving a belief system in their face. Interesting. I, and, I and don't because, see it like that. And because I don't like religious people doing that, you don't I, want to do I, it I yourself. then don't do it. Um, but if someone happens, if if it does come up in conversation, like someone says, like oh, when saw a medium or something like, or like, can be anything connected to it, I will then yeah. hand that over. Um, but otherwise, um, I like to respect people have their boundaries with things like that. So yeah, but I'm also f- like in terms of like what you said, the brain's a powerful thing. It absolutely is, and maybe my brain is making the things I experience real for me. But even if that's the case, it's still... And that's it. Look, that's 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 my belief, is that mm. uh, it, it's these experiences that people are feeling and experiencing, they don't, they didn't not happen. Mm. They very much happened. Yeah. But the interpretation of it from that person was, I felt it was, let's stick with the dead person thing because it's the most well-known and it's the easiest yeah. to use as an example, but it's not specific to that. Mm. But they say, oh, I felt the presence of the person. It's like, you know, for me, I'm like, well, you didn't, but you wanted to, so your body created this yeah. this thing. But that doesn't make it less real. It kind mm. of, well, with the greatest respect, it tries to validate both sides of the argument, the sceptic mm. and the believers. Well, it's a bit like, um, to take it to sort of, like, I suppose, a silly level, um, in the last Harry Potter film, when he dies temporarily and sees Dumbledore, mm-hmm. And Harry says to Dumbledore, is this real or is it all in my head? And he said, well, of course it's in your head, but why on earth would that make yeah, it doesn't it make it less real. real. So, no, I completely understand that. And it could, that could 100% be what it is. Um, but I've experienced and seen things that changed my mind from it potentially being that. Uh, one of them was um, my Uncle Jim, who sadly passed away now, uh, quite a while ago now, to be fair. Um, he was in hospital in a coma and he was given a couple of days to live and my dad went to see him and I was with him. How old were you at this point, just out of curiosity? 13, 14. Okay. Um, and my dad gave him some healing. as he, he went to see him at least once a week and every time he would give him healing when he was there. And because um, he progressively did, got worse, did that involve just being in the room and focusing some energy on him? Did that involve no, physically, physically touching, touching and yeah? And it, it can be as simple as like just holding their arm. You don't have to touch a specific area where the problem. And how is long or... would it last? Generally, would it just be the whole time you were there? Generally, just keeping hold of the arm. Um, if you really wanted to focus on it, twenty minutes, half an hour, but you can do it 
at any time doing anything. It's not like something you have to necessarily specifically yeah. focus on. Um, but my dad would sit there at the side of the bed, hold his arm, and uh, one of the times he was doing this, um, the nurse came in and asked my dad what he was doing. And my dad explained it to him. And they said, well, it's funny, because every time you come here and do this, his vitals jump back to normal levels dramatically. And they've been improving since every time you come in. And he went from being given two days to live to coming out of the coma. Now, it could just be his body healing, but hearing that from a medical professional and seeing what I saw, um, I've also seen other things like um, trance, which is where a person will allow a spirit into them and that person will then give a message. And you can see all sorts of changes when that happens. Um, Now, that for me is a very interesting thing Mm. because I believe, and I believe this through my own experiences to use myself as an example, is sometimes I don't realise until I really have to focus on doing an impression actually how much of someone you take in mm. just by being around their mannerisms their pattern of speech their rhythm of speech and actually mm. you, you actually the, the words that they'd use the way they describe something mm. you actually get a really good sense of it and sometimes this i think we all have this skill the skill of a good uh, a good impressionist mm. or a good impersonator is to be able to draw on it and draw it from the subconscious into the conscious yeah i think but i think we all have the ability to draw it in it's like it's it's like when you spend time with someone and you start using their language mm. i don't mean like you start speaking fucking portuguese or something no, but you know you like someone some, someone keeps describing something as fucking bang tidy and suddenly you're walking around describing things as bang tidy it's like that <laughs> kind of thing no i understand and that. i think for me that's then your subconscious you're like i'm gonna you know you're thinking of someone and then you sort of allow so in a way you are sort of channeling them but you're channeling through your own subconscious not mm. through like an external spirit or if it's someone they never met or have ever seen, or well, then how could you how could you verify that? Oh, so someone else is in the room who had did know them? No. But then, how would you know that that was them? Then how would you know that that's you're just doing an impression of you're just putting you're just doing you're just acting. It's difficult to to describe. We were doing a meditation circle, so there was about seven of us. I think there was, and we were doing a guided meditation. At the end of it, you get asked to come out of the meditation. There's certain steps you have to take. And we all came out except for one person. And uh, it was my uncle I do again. He's now sadly passed away. Um, And he was my dad's best friend. And um, he was still in the meditation. We couldn't get him out of it. And he started to change physically. His whole demeanour as he was sat there. Because he was just sat there normally in a chair, hands on his lap, and he's... It's weird when you when you say it, that obviously there is this stigma around it. Mm. I knew it was going to be in some, like, town hall somewhere or something, or no, someone's house. Yeah. yeah, but in my head, I pictured it, it was, like, it was in a tent. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, and he's, he was sat there, and his sort of... His mannerisms completely changed, and for someone I've known my whole life, you you could tell the difference. But then his face changed. It was weird as it was, you could see his normal face and then there was a second one in front of it that looked like his and then started to change. And then when he spoke, it was a completely different voice, different tone of voice. It was so unrecognisable from his. Hmm. Um, And Ed was a very serious bloke and he was very sceptical when he first got into spiritualism and he was a very genuine man and it was why... 
if I'd have maybe seen it from someone else, I'd have been quite sceptical of it. But the whole experience... The yeah, way... we're seeing a sceptic succumb to something is... is... Yeah, and... Um, and yeah, and then that person spoke to us. I can't remember. They then gave us some messages, that person. I can't remember what... The, it was a man. I can't remember the man's name. Um, but he had messages for everyone in the room. None of us had ever heard of him. Um, and yeah, and then you saw the process of once it was time for him to go, Ed sort of came back into the room. And then his body changed again. The other face went. And then he slowly came out of the meditation. Oh, again, I just think that's your subconscious is, is capable of doing things like that. It's mm. it's like when people it's like when people claim speaking tongues. Mm. What's happened is subconsciously you actually know a lot more than you you know the skill of being able to pull it into the conscious is not yeah. there, and so consciously you start just you know you, speaking. Your mm. conscious is playing no part in it, uh, and maybe you're. It's almost like being in a dream in a way. Maybe yeah. you're like you know you're french and you speak and you just speak in french and actually what you're doing is you're just drawing from your own mm. knowledge that you don't even know exists yeah. and that's why it feels like a, a sort of a, a a weird experience because you're mm. like but i don't know it's like yeah but you do you just don't know you know it that's mm. my own personal no, take that's on fair it. enough i mean when he came out of it he wondered why we were all staring at him and yeah um, he was completely unaware of what had happened and everything like also, that. Also, how many spiritualist experiences like this are you having that this clearly didn't leave enough of a mark to you to remember the bloke's name, what his message was? I've had quite... Well, first of all, it was quite a long time ago. I would say it's probably about 12 to 13 years ago that happened. Seems like to most people that would be a significant event um, in their life. Um... Which prompts me to ask, how many of these are you having? Well, of that particular incidence of trance, I think that was maybe one of two that I've seen trance. Um, but in terms of spiritual experiences, that I've had too many I can recall, to be honest. I've got, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this mm. as well, going back a while. But um, obviously you said you grew up in a, in a very spiritualist house, mm. a household or something where it was normalised. Do the other members of your family also, are they also very spiritual people? They also believe in these experiences? In terms of my immediate family? Or in terms of your immediate family, where it would have been normalised in the household? Yeah. You know, your your mum and your sister? Um, my extended family, my aunt does, uh, my dad's sister doesn't, uh, my mum's sister does, um, my dad's parents, um, I mean my granddad died when I was seven and he was an alcoholic, so I would say no. Um, my dad's mum never came to you with a message asking for more beer or no no fair enough fair enough Um, my mum and my mum's parents I would say my granddad towards the end became more spiritual um, as he got closer to the end of his life Um, but as to what and he believed in I have no idea to be honest um but I've got quite a small family, to be honest. So I, there's not a lot of. Um, but in terms of your, around. in terms of your mum and your sister, did they also believe? My mum's a Reiki practitioner, um, and my sister isn't a practitioner. Because your sister would have had the same upbringing, essentially, in terms of the yeah, spiritual, she, would have had the same upbringing was that you to did. To a certain point, um, I would, I would say she's still open to it, but far more sceptical than she was when she was younger. Not sceptical in terms of like she doesn't believe it, but she doesn't. 
I think because it's, it's more of a like when someone has an issue with God, if that makes sense, she's seen so much shit, you know, I think she'd rather believe there's nothing than believe in something. If yeah, that I makes get sense. that. I get that. Um, so I think that's where my sister comes from with it. Um, but she's very open to talking about it and talking about experiences and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's fair enough. I'm just, no. I'm just I was just curious as to to sort of where you got yours. Obviously, you you claim being growing up in a household, and rightfully claim mm. that it, it played a big part in it. Mm. But therefore, did other people that grew up in the same environment did they also gather the same? I don't think, want to say respect for it, but the same. I suppose with my sister as well. I would say my parents' spiritualism probably started when mm. I was about. Five or six, maybe. So my sister would have been eleven. So they weren't always spiritual people. No. So um, do you know what experience or experiences caused them to make that shift? I think it was just through people they met. I, I, I actually don't know if there was a, a trigger, a, a trigger or anything like that. Um, I, I would probably say it was after my dad got sacked from the railway. Um, I think he felt quite lost and was searching for something, maybe. Looking back, he was a very angry man back then, and um, he just met new. He owned a shop, a health food shop, and then he met people through that as well. It wasn't. There's a, just, yeah, there's a lot of crossover in terms of yeah, the kind of people um, that are into that that, are, that yeah, visit so health shops. Yeah, I think shops. it was just through. Gen, my dad was a very outgoing man. He just met people a lot, and I think that's sort of where it came from. And I think he, my dad's, is a fairly skeptical man as well, and I think he went and looked for things himself rather than necessarily just believing what was being brought to him, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, but yeah. So what about, and I know they're not the same thing, so please don't mistake my quick shift from one to the other as being, mm. oh, they're one and the same. I'm well aware yeah. that they're very different things. But but I'd, I'd also like to use this, this podcast to talk about um, the paranormal. Okay, yeah. Because... Again, I, we have very different views to the best of my knowledge. This is where it turns out it's not. Um, this is going to be one of those where I'm like, something we agree on and then, or disagree on and then we don't. But the paranormal, well, it depends where what, do you stand on the what paranormal? What do you mean by the paranormal? Anything, any wide ranging. What do you, what are your views on the paranormal? That's what I'm curious of because my views on the paranormal are all bullshit. And I don't mean that in a dismissive way. Um, but I mean, again, it's the same thing as the spiritual thing. It's, it's, it's the brain working in mysterious ways and then you're interpreting it a certain way. If you're talking about the paranormal in terms of like uh, most haunted things like that, sort of ghost trips and things like that, I am sceptical of those things. Um, I also don't enjoy going to places that are like that because of how I feel when I'm there. But again, that could just be I'm scared and it's just my body's physical reaction to it. But in terms of um, that sort of thing, I... Personally, I believe some of it and not others. It depends on what I feel about it when I'm engaging with it. If that makes sense? Yeah, sort of. I, I don't like things like uh, Most Haunted. It feels very disingenuous. I feel like it's very difficult to prove these sort of things. Well, the cameras. one thing you've got to remember when all these TV shows are going on is they're not making a, a, a whatever it is. They're not making a catch a ghost. They're not making a thing. They're making a TV show. Yeah. Everything is staged, and if you well, don't exactly. think, even in reality TV, quote unquote, mm. everything's staged because they're making a TV show. That's what they're mm. making. Even documentaries all have an agenda. They'll miss parts. They'll show parts that 
feed the narrative. Yeah. It's it's all about making a TV show. So, you know, you've always got to take everything like that with a pinch of salt. Mm. No, no. I'm, so those sort of things. But again, it's, um, it's like if I watch a medium on television, um, depending on what I feel when I watch them is whether I feel they're genuine or not. Um, I don't like Derek Acora. Um, I'm pretty... I'm, would say he's a fraud personally um well you and me were both on that but they're not you know you would say about any of them yeah the difference is you could pick some that you wouldn't sally morgan i think is a fraud um and she's one of the most probably the most famous in this country for quite a long time now i don't know her do you not she's a fat blonde lady who went like massive for a while um, size wise or you mean you know popularity wise yeah. okay like she was um, going to royal families around the world and stuff like that and Christ almighty I um, mean sorry sorry I don't know if you remember dismissive. a show called um, Crossing Over with John Edwards it was quite big on television for Jonathan a while. Edwards is in the Triple Jumper no oh just a different John Edwards yeah that would have been he was a medium and right okay no I don't I've... no I don't remember no fair enough um it's not the kind of thing I seek. It's not the kind of thing I seek out. And if I'm going through the channel, no, no, I wouldn't enough. even stop to take it in because I'm so like. <laughs> no, I don't. Enough. I know I'm not going to get um, anything from it. I, I believe John Edwards is um, genuine. Okay. Um, I've been to what they call platform is when a medium goes on stage and gives out readings and messages. So let me ask you this then: hmm. um, What is genuine to you? What is a genuine medium? I mean, I'm just going to sound wanky no matter how. It, it's what I feel. It's like I, said, I, think I, I said at off. the top of the pod, we're very much in, in the territory of there's nothing here that's not going to sound like a bit of a prick. Yeah, um, it's the energy that comes off of them when I'm watching them or engaging with them. What about in terms of gifts? What what gifts does a genuine medium have? And obviously it will range and the level of skill will range, but what are some of the things I, I that you might expect I, from a medium? I don't rate them in terms of that, personally. But in in terms of if you want to make it more binary like that. But, um, but, but then I could... I, then, don't, I don't rate ones, for example, who'd be like, I've got someone with a J. Um, well, yeah, that's like And then wait for someone it, to yeah. yell out, oh, I've got a J, and then they just run with it from there. Um, but when you get someone who stands up on stage, like I went to see Ivan Lee, he actually lives in our area, he's um, a reasonably well-known medium, and I saw him on platform, and he um, could just point to someone and say I've got so and so and could give them the most minute detail out of nowhere so it is a kind of ability to communicate between spirit and the, the dead and the, and the living yeah. oh mm. no that's, that's what I was, was going to say because if it's just like an aura or a vibe you know what's stopping you walking down the street and saying They've no, but got the, they've got the it's gift. the same as like if you meet someone for the first time, it, you very quickly know whether you're going to like them or not. Yeah, well, you, I met you, you for get the first a feeling, time and I didn't. No, but you get what I mean, don't you? you? Like if you run into someone, you sometimes think, oh, that person comes across like a dick. Yeah, you know and usually, mean? usually more often than not, something a bit further down the line makes you go, I knew that guy was a prick. I knew mm. there was a reason. But you feel something when you first yeah. meet. It's, it's a bit like that. It's probably the easiest way for me to describe it. Um, but yeah, you can... I, I just feel like they're not genuine when I'm watching them more. No, no, um, that's that's fair enough. I'm I'm mm. 
I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm, I don't want, to, like I said, I'm trying to do this without being mocking. No, that's, no, that's the biggest that. thing that I don't want to come across mm. as mocking and dismissive. They're the two things that I'm trying to avoid because mm. my natural stance is to be mocking and dismissive. Yeah. Um, not for spiritualism of people in general. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, the thing I is, say that as a joke. That's actually the truth. My genuine standpoint it, is just to it's mock. It's funny talking to someone who has no attachment to it whatsoever. Because as I'm trying to say some of the words that were you, coming you out so You realise how it sounds. Yeah, and it's difficult not to sound like a lunatic. Yeah, but when honest. you're in the circles, it's just... Yeah, it's completely Bogo normal. Standardo. Um, uh, but it's like most things, you have people who go over the top with it and do it for the wrong reasons. And um, Like, for example, my dad would... Um, when he had the health food store, he used to have um, people come in for Reiki healing. And uh, most of them had cancer and were in a lot of pain. And after coming to see my dad for healing, the pain would go for a while, um, sometimes for a week or two, and they'd feel a lot better. Um, and my dad would never charge them for it, even though they'd want to pay for it. Um, so what he got instead, he got a cancer research pot at his shop. And make a donation that to if, that. If you want to, like he said, I don't want anything, but if you feel like you want to give something, please feel free to put it in the pot. Yeah, and I, you know, that's that's probably the right way to do it, is um, to not, not charge. Yeah. Um, my dad gave my nan um, his mum healing once because um, she was suffering from gout really badly, which, as most people know, is incurable. She'd been diagnosed with gout mm. and it went. What this just went for just good. Just went, never came back. See, that's that's the first that's the first thing that. And you... she went to see the doctor afterwards for a checkup, and he was like, "How's your gout?" And she was like, "It's gone." That's the that's the first thing that you've said. That I haven't automatically had a an excuse for as to a, why. Ah, not an not, not an excuse. No, but I like but a reason. My to... own explanation. Mm. So as you're explaining, it, I'm like, yeah, okay, but that's you know, this is what mm. I think is actually happening. This is what I think is actually happening. Yeah. It's the first one where I can honestly say, I don't know, and coincidence maybe, but you know, equally that sounds like a bit of a stretch on my end to to be yeah. claiming that, although it's not out of reasons. It no, is no, still no, a, absolutely. A, Look, the but, thing is, with these sort of things, you have to allow paradox and scepticism to be in the room you know i can't go into an experience thinking this is a hundred percent legit do you know what i mean unless you're listening to crossing swords podcast <laughs> but i'm talking specifically with uh spiritualism. Spiritualism. yeah 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 um, uh, fine we'll get back to that right, yeah fine um, sure. so in that regard i don't go into anything thinking everything that happens in this room is going to be a hundred percent but you're open to some of it yeah no, and I think that's the way to be. Although, obviously, I, I'm not like that. I, I can't... the same with anything. I can't... There's no way I can physically prove the things I've experienced and the things I've seen and felt and heard and, you know... And it could very well be all in in my head. And I'm open to that suggestion. My dad always used to say something to people who were sceptical and they questioned him on it. Because, again, my dad was oh, like me. Oh, I, I, I know what you're going to say. He yeah, never yeah. shoved it down people's throats. He would say to them, like, look... Make a bet in the afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, if he said, no one's a loser, really. Because he was like, if I win, we're both happy because there's something else afterwards. If I lose, we'll never know. Yeah. And I, but, um, well, then let me, let me 
because this was one of the questions I was going to ask, so let me bring it forward and ask you now. What mm. What are your views on the afterlife or second lives or anything like that? What's your stance um, on that? I have a very conflicted view on it, to be honest. Um, I don't 100% know what I believe. Oh, and um, that's perfectly fine. I, th- I think... Um, I'm asking you all these questions, putting you spot, but there's no reason for you to have an answer to all of the questions. No, no, no absolutely. Um, I think I heard from a scientist once that you can't destroy energy, it just moves on. Yeah. So I know when we die, something happens to our energy, whether that just goes out there and nothing happens, fair enough. I don't I don't necessarily believe there's like a heaven or somewhere we go, um, but I have faith I'll get to see the people I love again. So do you see energy as being like a, a, a an aura type thing in that sense of it has to go somewhere? Or do you see it more like I see it as the the very specific, um, you know, electrical signalings in the brain and... I think both. I don't think... No, two, I mean, it's not exclusive. I, 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 you can yeah, see it more I don't, than I don't, way. I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I think absolutely what makes us as a person is a series of electrical impulses. But I also believe there is something more to us than just electrical impulses second lives or multiple lives i don't know um i've had uh messages before that i've been around before and i will be around again i don't know whether that's true there's no way for me to verify it or where do you stand on clairvoyancy then well, well, clairvoyancy and mediumship are pretty much the same thing. They're very... There's yeah. different... There's like clairvoyance, clairsentient, um, there's a couple of others, like, for, for each sense, essentially. But um, my own experience with um, mediumship and clairvoyance is that I can... Majority of the time I hear things rather than see things, but I do get to see things as well. Um Whereas I've known mediums that claim they can see the person standing in front of them, yeah, and hear them. Now I, I can't prove it or disprove no. it. So, um, but from the things I've seen, I could believe them, but I'm also sceptical enough to think they might be over exaggerating. Mm. But when I've seen mediums be able to pull really bizarre details out about someone and their relationship with someone, that there's no way. They could possibly know. Um, uh, like when I went and saw Ivan Lee, um, there was a woman sat in the front row um, and all of it was on the door payment. There was no like, because sometimes when you talk to people about these things, like, oh, did you pay by card online? They could have tracked you down. And well, Also, also the, the other um, frequent thing, and it's weird because normally I'd have no problem levelling this accusation at anyone, mm. Um as one of many possible reasons, but mm. in your presence, because of your your belief on it and my respect for you, mm. I do feel a bit guilty about levelling the accusation. But what about plants? It's completely Because again, there's no way to... There's, there's no way for me to say it, that's not true or true. I, I, I don't know. Um, but one of the details that came out with this woman... I mean, what does a plant look like? I was about to say that she didn't look like Tall, a plant. green, <laughs> green leaves, brown but in the middle. There was a detail we came out with about um, her mum's watch and exactly where she kept it and he could describe her room. And you know what? My um, 
aunt has the gift, supposedly. Mm. And um, she told, when my nan died, she told my mum, put something in the coffin, something quite sentimental, special to her, you know, something that would be recognisable. Mm. Well, I can't remember what it was exactly. I wasn't really part of the conversation because yeah. my thing would have been to mock. Um, but mm. the thing was, put something in the coffin and I'll tell you what it is. Mm. Um, well, my nan died about four years ago. We've not heard what the item is. I know what it is because my mum's told me what it is, but yeah. we've got no sense from the other side of what the gear, what the particular item is, uh, and that always amused me. But the, <laughs> but 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 okay. So we've still talked talk to, talked to a little bit about oh, clairvoyancy and the dead and the afterlife, and you're believing it. And I, I, there's one question I want to end on, but I'm not quite there yet because let's talk about tarot cards. You mentioned at the top of the show, yeah. Tarot cards. Let's talk about tarot cards. Where do you stand on tarot cards? Because for me. They're very much like... Um, they're open to interpretation. They're very much like... Uh, what, uh, what are they called? Um, you know, in the... Your horoscopes. Yeah. They're very much like horoscopes in that they can be as very... You pull out the death card and you go, ah, change is coming. It's the death of... They go, it's the death of something. It could be a job. It could be a hobby. It could well, be a, po- is... a project. And what it is, is it's just... For me, it's just like... Okay, but that's just vague, generic crap that applies to anyone, tarot But that's cards. not the experience I've had with tarot cards. So, so what so is your for example, if it? I was to give you a tarot card reading, I would Are you shuff- qualified? As qualified as one can be, I suppose, <laughs> to give tarot card readings. Um, I would shuffle the deck. Or no, I'd ask you to shuffle the deck, sorry. Um, pick out your cards anywhere between three to ten. Well, any number, really. It doesn't matter. It can just be one. Um, and then I'd let you turn them over, and then I would look at the cards and whatever message i got from that card regardless of what the card is um so if i got the death card but i got a message unrelated to death i would still give you that message whereas you will get people that get a deck of tarot cards religiously learn what it says in the pamphlet you get inside um and that'll be the messages you get is that not a bit of an argument against it that you get a pamphlet inside telling you how to interpret them to a certain extent. Some of the tarot cards you do, some of them you don't. Um, that's more for like, there's um, cards like soul cards and things like that. They're a bit weird. I don't suppose um, they're filled with uh, souls in like, you know, Barry White and... No, surprisingly, no. No, no, no. No James no. Brown, no. Shane, really? Yeah. I mean, if the godfather of soul can't make it onto the soul card, who can? Well, exactly. And he's the hardest working man in show business, so if anyone was <laughs> going to show up on that, it would be him. Yeah. But yeah, so that's sort of my experience with tarot cards. They're normally... So have you ever had a tarot card reading that then you've found to be quite accurate? Uh, I'm trying to remember having one. Um... What a charlatan sitting here telling me about the experiences you had. You've not even had one. Um, my main experiences have come from meditation... Uh, mediumship and things like that and meditation um, we sort of touched on before when we did the mental health of is, is, is incorporating sort of mindfulness techniques and stuff and also meditation mm. just clearing the mind and letting your sort of consciousness reset almost yeah and reorganize it's almost like turning your mind on and off mm. it's, it's just letting it reprogram itself to get everything in order and it doesn't always work but it can be highly effective yeah highly effective there's certain places i take myself to in my mind to to, um, I've seen those relax. corners of your mind. <laughs> hey, there ain't no relaxing. No, but no, it's. it's I, I think the important thing really is with 
spiritualism and what it means to me is it's openness um it's allowing people to be skeptical and to not believe you and to believe in nothing if that's what they want to be and nothing it doesn't necessarily mean nothing um but yeah it's it's a very difficult thing to describe have you do you no, 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 no. Is, you can ask there, me whatever you like. Is there anything? Is there anything else you'd like to discuss about the, the, about this before I ask my final question? Um, I'm not sure to be honest. Have you got any other questions? Before Nothing's coming thought? to you from the ether. <laughs> three. No. There was a long gap between two and three, but yeah. I've got one in there. Um, my, my my final question is: Has being a spirit has the spiritual side of you in your experience provide you with a, an adequate level of relief and or satisfaction in the unknown i don't think anything can do that i have faith that but in the i mean in the unknown of of death what happens to you and your loved ones after death the unknown of of experiences that you yourself can't explain yeah. Has it provided you with a kind of an, an adequate and satisfactory level of... I think as much as you can be comfortable with that, yeah. But it has provided you with some kind of comfort. Yeah, it has. Um, the things I've experienced and felt, whether they're real or not, makes me believe that someday I'll get to see the people I care about again. And ultimately In that's... whatever form that takes, I don't know. That's, well, it could be all just turtles or something, you might come back. Yeah, who knows? But I, that's ultimately what it's all about. It's about comfort. Mm. It's about, in the, in the same way that large aspects, of the spiritual aspects of religion, not to say that spiritualism and religion are the same, but the spiritual aspects no, of religion, yeah. it's about providing yeah. comfort in the face of the unknown. Oh, absolutely. In, in absolutely. Um, the inexplicable. I mean, in, like, since losing my dad, um, it has provided a certain level of comfort. And I say a certain level because there is only so much comfort you can feel. Have you found your spiritualism has taken a step up since that loss? No, because I think since being a teenager, my the spiritual side of my life has very much been on the back burner. Um, it's not something I engage with very often, very often anymore. If I do, it's normally meditation or a, a bit of like healing there and there, here and there. Um, but in terms, of, no, it hasn't stepped up. No, no, that's fair enough. Mm. It was just a, a genuine curious, a question from a because curious I th- mind. I think for me, it's very much a background part of my life and always has been. It's never been as it would be for someone who was Catholic, for example. It, that's very much front and centre in how they live, um, what they shape their life around, what they do when they're not busy and, you know, they're going to church every weekend. That's not the sort of thing... I um, prescribe to. No, and I, I, I'm not a fan of anyone who defines their life or makes their personality based on one trait. Oh, For absolutely. example, spiritualists who make themselves all about the spiritualism, religious people who make them all about the religion, but also yeah. it, it applies to um, people who make their whole identity about the colour that they are mm. or the, their sexuality. They make that their whole thing and it's like, no, you're so much more yeah. and it's an amalgamation of all those things and anyone who... who makes their whole being an identity based on one trait i'm not a fan of i think what spiritualism has given me more than anything else through the people i've been around 
like we had a family friend called Oliver who was the sort of person who could just tell if someone needed a cuddle um, but and talk you know, to that's... someone. Um, that emotional attunement is is not uncommon. Oh no, absolutely, and I'm not saying that's necessarily spiritual, but it, in for, terms for of pack animals, you know, of, like we are, um, in terms of having an outlook of wanting to help people where I can, whether that's giving them a little bit of healing and whether it's real or not, if it relieves them. Would a you bit. ever heal someone with the Reiki? Healing? Does that quick? Does that specifically apply to physical ailments? Do, can it apply to emotional ailments as well? Both. In which case, would you ever perform a kind of Reiki healing on someone without their... Not without their permission, that sounds sneaky, but you know what I mean? Like, would you ever kind of put your arm around someone's shoulder and apply this healing? Um, it's a bloody good question, actually. Um, I suppose... I w- Do you know the grin on my face that you've just, like awarded me a good question Mary. Um, I would probably say I feel like a right little journalist if it was someone I know putting my hand on them possibly yeah but I have given healing to people with not even being around them and just sending energy Positive to thoughts. them did yeah. you do it through Facebook no that's my fourth that's my fourth no, okay four Facebook. and for a for a for a 45 odd minute podcast on spiritualism I'm proud of you, that's not bad anyone who knows me knows that that's not bad um but no i have um because ultimately i mean like for example if it was me and i was in some kind of you know emotional down or something mm. and you put your arm around me and gave me this healing ultimately it doesn't make too much of a difference because i don't believe in it yeah. so i don't but i'm not like i don't feel invaded mm. um and for your sense, you're helping. Yeah. Potentially, you know, you're passing on mm. something that potentially helps. So for someone like me, I don't see it being a problem because like I said it's I don't feel invaded by it because I don't can't be invaded by something that doesn't exist. Mm. You know, from my mind. Yeah. And you're just doing something that could potentially help because yeah. I'm not going to get better by you not doing it. But I'm not yeah. going to, you know. No, that's fair enough. But I was just curious whether you whether you have or whether you would. I wouldn't necessarily do it to someone who doesn't believe in it. Not because I think it would help them less or anything like that. I, I just, I think, again, it's a bit like forcing it upon them in terms of talking to people who don't want to talk about it, if that makes sense. But if you're not telling them it's happening, it doesn't, you know, they don't know what's the difference. I don't know. It's just never something I've really... Um... So you wouldn't you wouldn't do it to me? Uh, or would you? If you're in... Probably not, no. Okay. Um, not unless I knew you were open to it. So, like, if you said now, like, if I break my leg, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, or something, um, I would never be against you sending out healing to me. Then, yeah, I would. Well, I, I was, I will say now. I'm like I said because I don't think it it makes a difference to me. I'm, yeah. I am more than happy for for you to send mm. out. And that goes for anyone who's who's mm. spiritual in that way. I'm more than happy for you to send it. I'm not mm. like I don't believe in it. Don't do it. I'm more mm. than happy for you to do it. Mm. In many ways, I think it, it. I think because you do meet a lot of people that are like no 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 no. Yeah no, yeah no. yeah. yeah they want to it. distance themselves. Right? Yeah. But again, I think it goes back to the comfort thing. If you care about me, mm. limited number of people I'm talking to, well aware. <laughs> but if you care about me and it provides you some kind of comfort to think that you are potentially mm. helping in some way then not only would I not deny that, I would encourage it. Mm. You know, do whatever you can to make you feel better mm. about it. And if, if 
contributing and the only way you feel you can contribute is by doing that then yeah. do it it's my it's my no, that's fine, uh, opinion mate. of it and, and I that, think that would the be thing. the same for every non-believer. I, I of... never feel offended if someone doesn't believe in it or doesn't or like thinks what I'm saying is complete crap because they could be very well be right. I, you know, it's, um, you know, you do you. Do you know what I mean? It's as long as you're not hurting anyone. And a lot of, or, a lot of these pods or a good number of them do end with the same message. Yeah, like as long as you're happy, you're not hurting anyone. You're not shoving it down someone's throat. Yeah. You're not getting offended because someone else is the way they are. Yeah. And just carry on. Do yeah. Believe what you want to believe. Don't believe. But respect. And that's, again, it comes down to respect. Respect yeah. others. For example, before before you, like I said, I wasn't very respectful and I'm mm. aware of that. I know just being aware of that doesn't make it better. No, it doesn't alleviate like, it. Even me, I will meet some people that claim to be spiritualists or into that sort of thing. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Do you Hard not to net. Yeah. Like, Some of them. No, no, 100%. And I completely... And it's one of the reasons why there is a massive stigma to it because you get people like that and it's just like, oh, I don't want to be associated with that. Yeah, I, I get really that. Don't. I 100% you get know, that. You know, it's, it must be what being a Catholic feels like with priests being found to be paedophiles. Do you know what I mean? It's, you know, oh, this feels uncomfortable. Yes, yeah, so like, there was a big stigma around being a priest. Not that there wasn't before, but no, it's a but, different kind of stigma. Yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's, it is it is hard in that regard, yeah. Do you... I know, you, I know you sort of touched upon it, so perhaps asking is a bit pointless. It's a bit of a moot point. But do you ever feel like there's ever situations where even when it came up, you wouldn't share the fact that you are spiritualist? No, I, I, if if it comes up... Because you're quite openly um, or, you. Or if someone says to me, um, oh, do you believe in this sort of stuff? Like, if I, Then yeah, of course I will. But even if they did it mocking, like, you don't believe, do you? You know, I would. would. I, I actually yeah, had that'd it. be more likely to be the case I, that brings I, it up. I, I actually had it at work. Um, one of the girls I work with, I think she's 18, 19. Um, and I think a customer had said something. I can't remember, I can't remember the exact situation. Yeah, the yeah, subject yeah. came up. And she was like, oh, you don't believe in that sort of stuff, do you? And I was like, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> yeah. But you're unapologetically you. Yeah. Which is the way to be. Yeah, it's, it's, like, look, I've, I think I've got to a point in my life where, in reality, I don't really care what people think about me. I am nervous about sounding wanky sometimes, which is why throughout this, there's been certain moments when I've said things. You've hesitated. Because I've, and... I've gone, oh, I can hear how that's going to sound. I always <laughs> feel a bit awkward when it comes up because mm. my natural instinct... Is to go, didn't happen. Is to mock. Mm. And I don't just... And like I said at mm. the start, I, I genuinely... It's not just to mock... Mm. is to mock everyone when anything comes up my first thing is to mock yeah. but because of this kind of stigma around it I don't want to come across as di- disrespectful mm. and I'm well aware that mockery can come across as di- disrespectful it's not always mm. it's just mockery that's all it is it's light hearted yeah. fun being poked at something but, but again that comes down to just not taking yourself too seriously do you know what I mean it's, it's it is what it is yeah but um, I'm sure you guys can probably sense the end of the episode coming up yes uh, so the aura around here how would you describe do you see auras and stuff do you see like vibes of people if I want to not like an aura what would you describe my aura as my vibe um tense what at this present time or just in general in general interesting because mm. I see myself as quite laid back and free no I, I, I do feel like there's a very tense side to you interesting that is a genuine bombshell to end on. Mm. Um, let us know what you think.
hits yeah. up at Swords Let, Crossing. Like, look, if people have wanna, you had experiences? If people want to comment saying what a load of bollocks, please feel free. I'm not going to take it personally. Where did where did the gout go? Um, Tell us. Yeah. You know, maybe mm. you are the gout. Maybe you've got yourself a Twitter account now. Maybe you've got a little <laughs> fake moustache. You moved down to Mexico. I don't know why everyone always has a fake moustache in my mind. But there's well, this. The thing is. Fake moustache companies should be doing as well as Google, in my mind. Yeah. They sell that much product. Mm. <laughs> Everyone's got a fake moustache. <laughs> Maybe the gout's got a fake moustache, moved down to Mexico, set up a little Twitter account. Who knows? Tweet us. Yeah. Probably not listening. I don't think gout has ears. No, probably not. Got a fake moustache, but no ears. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, I lost this, I lost all track of any sense a long time ago. But let's yeah. um, let's end it there. You yeah. know the drill. Rate the episodes. Yeah. We're going to end every episode like this, and half of you are going to probably cut off at this point. But rate every episode. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Share it on social media. Be dropping links to the social to the to the page. If you if you're on Spotify, if you're on listening on um. Apple Music or you know pods with the Apple. If you're listening on Apple, I could just say Apple. Um, you you have the opportunity to drop a link. You can get a link, drop it on social media page. Just a quick tweet, mm. Facebook post, just to say check these guys out. Look, it makes genuine difference. Um, we realise you're taking a big leap by sticking yourselves with us there, but we will protect you figuratively. <laughs> if someone comes after you, I probably will run away and hide behind my partner here. But you know what? Figuratively, we're behind you all the way. I'll just throw Jake at them. It works. Yeah. It works. Thor and Loki style, baby. Get help. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but let us, let us no, seriously talk to us. Let us know. And, and and I know we've said this in a few pods, but we're going to keep banging on about it. Also, um, we want you guys on the pod. Yes. Particularly if you have something you've listened to us, if you've listened, if you've been listening through the whole of this season, even more if you've been listening to the first season as well, yeah. you have a kind of sense of what we are, our sentimentality, more so than ever after this episode, knowing yeah. where, where we stand on the spiritualist stuff. Um, if you've got an opposing view, you're the, I mean, don't not talk to us if you've got a similar view, please still do tell yeah, us why yeah. you should be on but if you've got an opposing view you are the people that we really want on the, yeah, on the pod we want those on. discussions so please 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 get in contact with us crossing swords 19 at gmail.com at swords crossing on twitter crossing swords underscore podcast on instagram or you can just hit us up with search crossing swords on facebook we're there yes. follow those sites for updates follow those sites for for all the kind of content that we're going to be dropping over the next few months yes and once again thank you all for for coming on this journey with us I don't know. It's a bit, that's a bit too much even for me we're not the x-factor <laughs> love you guys peace out bitches <laughs>